I am so sick of the media dictating the terms of the narrative in this country. I'm so sick of having to be apologetic for who I am. I'm so sick of people in middle America being called a flyover country or slope-headed conservative teabaggers. And it's going to be teabagging day. It's hard to talk when you're teabagging. <laughs> it's so funny because the teabaggers, the one thing they hate is when you call them racist. If racism is not the whole of the Tea Party, it is in its heart. The hatred that is Timothy McVeigh, that he had. There are plenty of people like that right now. Lots of I think you get the general tenor of this. It's anti-government since this is highly promoted by the right-wing conservative network, Fox. The left pits people against each other. Divide and conquer is the strategy. I don't want to live in that world. It is the exact opposite of E Pluribus Unum. Falsely accused me of being involved in a racial incident. He said you were predictable. He said you were very racist. He said he works for you. You are very racist. He said he works for you. You're going to be dealt with. He said he works for you. It's going to come to light. He said you really are. It's going to come to light. You really are. Hey, what's his name? Hey, let's answer one question. Yes or no? What about the fake person? And what the left has stood for with political correctness is to try and get those with whom they disagree to shut up. And the Tea Party movement and Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman and Alan West and and all the all the people that have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist. You're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's Fuck you. War. Good morning. Good morning and welcome to Road Warrior Radio. You're tuned in live this Tuesday, February 28th, 2023 on the one and only Republic Broadcasting Network. And as always, thanks for coming along for the ride. It is a wild and dystopic ride. To be sure, I am your host, Chris Hinckley. We're all road warriors as long as we still have roads and uh, things that are not autonomous and own themselves, uh, you know, personal conveyances, motorized conveyances, that kind of stuff. So here we are. What what do we talk about? Um, maybe, you know, there there are some there are some interesting things going on. And uh did you catch Woody Harrelson's SNL model monologue over the weekend. Uh, there's an excerpt I think we can play. And so perhaps we'll do that. Did you catch that bit that he was talking about? You know, he, he, he seemed kind of nervous to me. I, I watched it again. And um, Initially, I thought he seemed nervous, and I think you could sort of infer why. If that was the case, the second time I watched it, he didn't. It didn't seem quite that way. So, you know, he starts out with this story, and 
and then finally works his way back around to the story of this script. This unbelievable script, if you didn't see it. If you did, you know what I'm talking about. So, why don't we start there? This unbelievable script, and well, I'll, I'll save the comment for a moment. Um, anyway, this is the end of the monologue, the part, the relevant part here, about this unbelievable script. No one would believe this, so he just threw it out. Go ahead, please. I'm no salesman, you know, I don't know. Uh, where was I? Yeah, okay, no, so three years ago, Central Park, Sunday morning, the Lord's Day, trying to resist the temptation to puff too early in the day. Of course, I succumbed. Like a lot of people, I have a devil on one shoulder, and on the other shoulder, I have a larger, more frightening devil. And there's a battle going on in here, you know. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that I am many different things. Anarchist, Marxist, Marxist ethical hedonist, non-discriminatory empath, epistemological deconstructionist, Texan. <laughs> but back to the tree in Central Park in that script. Right, put yourselves in my place. Lay the curve of your neck against the roots of the tree. What, what kind of tree was it? I mean, what kind of trees they have in Central Park? Oh, yeah, it was a palm tree. So lay, lay your head on the palm, fire up a hooter from Jeremy, and start reading. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea <laughs> being forced to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. <laughs> anyway, it's about that time. Uh, that's that's so the relevant bit. Uh, you know, I'm not sure most people caught it. I think it I think it flew over many people. But uh, if you've followed Woody or you know anything about him, you know that he has been one of those folks uh, that was controversial about this stuff. And um, he uh, was uh, among the folks, you know, there was the, oh gosh, what, what article was that? Well, there was a New York Times article. But um, other other folks wrote about that. Oh, here it is. So, for example, uh, over at Cal Matters, Barbara Feder Ostrov wrote an article back in September of 2021 titled "Conspiracy Theory: Doctor Surrenders Medical License." Remember. You know, we talked for a while about uh, Dr. Tom Cowan 
as uh, Barbara Fetter Ostrov put it, a purveyor of debunked theories can no longer practice medicine in California. He plans to become an unlicensed health coach. Remember he was talking about 5G stuff? Early moments of COVID. Cowan first publicized his discredited theory that 5G internet networks cause COVID-19 in a YouTube video that went viral last March. Early on, YouTube videos suggest 5G internet causes coronavirus and people are falling for it. That was a near, uh, uh, excuse me, a Newsweek article, March 19, 2020. So right out of the gates. And of course, you know, you can't see that original video. This video has been removed for violating YouTube's community guidelines. Of course, we have to make the internet safe for everyone, safe and secure. You know, if we just take down all the content from the internet, it would be safe. So Woody Harrelson was one of the folks that uh, was was amplifying this. Ian. Guys like John Cusack, it's interesting what's happening, you know. And we could get into splitting hairs over who's who in the zoo, but I I feel like that would be petty and really unproductive or counterproductive, actually, and that would be playing right into the hands of the forces shall we say that that want exactly that kind of thing to divide and conquer and not just divide but to in turn pit us against one another and you know you think of i don't know i think of for example jeremy scahill talking about what happened when you know after uh the gulf war began l paul bremer you know his involvement and uh, how we essentially, you know, if you were a member of the Bath Party, then you were out and a quarter of a million people were um, alienated overnight. And um, labeled undesirable in a sense. And that ended up, you know, as Jeremy Scahill has pointed out, for example, that ended up actually uniting forces that historically have been polarized against one another, Shia and Sunni, for example. And so, you know, I think this kind of thing could, you know, this kind of stuff could work in a similar fashion. Um, it's interesting, you know, with the, with the about face on the lab leak narrative which i think is being used as a limited hangout it's my position uh for the moment using that as an example and other things like it we could i think agree that if you step back it's it's interesting that even the the mainstream polls tell us that public confidence in establishment media is abysmal public confidence in establishment media is an oxymoron actually down in the what something in in the low 20s i think at last 
check. And yet, most people will still look and pretend that what they are viewing is uh, not entirely a PSYOP designed to lead them astray in a variety of ways. We should have a very cynical, skeptical view of whatever we see, I think, portrayed in the mainstream press. James Corbett had a piece a while back the story of the century this was last October story of the century just broke and no one noticed included a uh, screenshot of the the um, ghost in the machine video I swear something yeah do you ever get the feeling that somebody's moving your stuff and things are things are moving around so the video I'm talking about he had a screenshot of the uh, Ghost in the Machine by the 4th PSYOP group. We've actually played that as a bump once or twice. So James Corbett, with the screenshot of that, the story of the century, he uh, concluded his piece for the public. So in the midst of all the this hysteri- hysterical hyperventilating over hordes of cyber warriors attacking us from every direction, you think it would be kind of a big deal if a venerable journalistic institution like, oh, say the Washington Democracy Dies in Darkness trademark post came out with a story blithely admitting that the largest army of internet PSYOP soldiers in the world is in fact being fielded by the U.S., wouldn't you? Sure, it would be worthy of Surely it would be worthy of more than a passing mention in the back of the newspaper if social media companies were deleting the U.S. military's fake bot army and the Pentagon were running a fake investigation, quote-unquote, into the matter to cover their posterior, wouldn't it? Remember, you know, the um, Smith-Munt Modernization Act? And what it legalizes or, you know, I mean, you always got to legalize your crimes before you do them. What was the point of the Smith Modernization Act of 2012? And what happened, you know, Operation Earnest Voice, Sock Puppets, all kinds of fun stuff. Targeting whom? 
Ralph McGahey told us a long time ago, after spending, you know, a quarter of his life in the Central Intelligence Agency, he wrote a book about it, Deadly Deceits, published in 1983. He wrote, the CIA is not now, nor has it ever been, a Central Intelligence Agency. It is the covert action arm. If you if you listen to John Kiriakou lately, he, he basically says everything is sad now. Special Activities Division. Everything is sad. Everything is, you know, I mean, it's a Praetorian guard of, it's a black guard of assassins. They aren't interested in analysts so much. And that was part of what was discussed on this broadcast right from the beginning. You know, it's become, I don't know, less whatever, less um, clinical and academic maybe because in the early days I did a lot of focusing on, you know, source documentation from places like CSIS and RAND Corporation. But, you know... Speaking of RAND, I talked about the Army 21 initiative in the Army, you know, which became Army After Next, and the paring down of the uh, military forces to basically it's just kind of a, a conduit. Everything feeds and funnels to the Praetorian Guard, you know, the private Military contractors, you start in the military, get recruited to special operations, and then from there, you know, go private. I mean, why wouldn't you? You got all these cool skills and stuff, and so now why not get paid? Because that's all it's all about, which reminds me of, um, you know, I always think of, Renee in North Carolina, when I think of um, Jay Gould and his infamous, the quote that's attributed to him, I can hire one half of the working class to kill the other half. Or how about Malcolm X telling us that uh, the media, if we're not careful, is masterful at getting us hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. What's happening in Ukraine? It's a rinse and repeat of what happened in Iraq, Afghanistan, so many other places. The lies are so ridiculous and absurd. (laughs) But you know what? There is the uh, the issue of bigness and authority. So, you know, as Salvatore Natoli put it, in our society we unconsciously equate size with importance and even power. And so if CNN says it, it must be true. I know they're lying to me, but it must be true. No, still not true. Stick around. We'll be right back. Consider this.
dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. And one of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend Welcome back.
We don't know if Solzhenitsyn said it exactly, but we do know that Elena Gorkova wrote it in a mountain of crumbs growing up behind the Iron Curtain. This is a conversation we've had before, and the excerpt is, the rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they are lying. They know. We know they're lying, but they keep lying anyway, and we keep pretending to believe them. So this is what's happening right out in plain sight. The concern, though, is that we buy into the the lies and that we fall prey to the chaos magic. It's interesting. We are, you know, we are all lumps of clay. We are earthen vessels. And, uh, you know, God reminds us that we are earthen vessels in his word. And um, I think bad guys know that. The devil knows that. And the there's this constant unending attempt to remake us all in a variety of ways in very alchemical fashion physically you know you know from from the physical aspect to the psychological to the combination of of the two in, in ways like you know the if you read and watched the uh, Google Selfish Ledger video, you know, the Verge article, and the, and the video that was leaked, wink, wink, Lamarckian epigenetics, sort of the, the crossover hybrid of physical and mental and so forth, imprinting this alchemical chaos magic on our DNA so that we can pass it along to each other, to our to posterity. We shouldn't be subscribing to it. I had a conversation about uh, the laundromat, the movie The Laundromat, you know, the true story of the Panama Papers. And to me, one reason that movies like that get published or, or released and made is because we have been groomed on a, a narrative – you know, in the Hollywood era, we are groomed to expect a Hollywood ending. What is a Hollywood ending? You know, that was the term that the FBI used. Remember uh, Trevor Aronson told us about that in his TED Talk, 2015 TED Talk, how the FBI uh, – how this FBI strategy – is actually creating U.S.-based terrorists. Maybe we should play that. That's that's not a unique strategy to the FBI. That's straight out of the playbook, overall playbook. You know, the CIA does that, obviously. How this FBI strategy is actually creating U.S.-based terrorists. Jeremy uh, Scahill gave that talk, what was it, 2017? And um, the Orwellian, what the heck was it called? Um, Jeremy Scahill on Obama's Orwellian War in Iraq. This is the the Democracy Now! uh, post title. Jeremy Scahill on Obama's Orwellian War in Iraq. We created the very threat we claim to be fighting. 
It's always the case. That's not an accident. That's how this works. Exactly how it works. He knows that. I mean, he's been there. Spent a considerable amount of time there in the early days of, uh, you know, the post-9-11 remaking of the world. So, do we get wise to this nonsense? And not take the bait? So, the Hollywood ending is, you know, a nice, tidy, after a dramatic climax, a dramatic crescendo, you know, a nice, tidy button-up. And I wonder how many people who, who watched The Laundromat went looking. The movie tells you at the end, and it is a true story. You learn at the end that Mossack, Mossack Fonseca is not an isolated incident, and this laundering operation continues. So where is it now? People go investigating where to find this offshore magic circle now to uncover it, or do we sleep peacefully knowing that, oh, someone's taking care of it? Stick around. We'll be right back. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Which will conclusively prove George Soros' role in orchestrating the pandemic. But first, dear patriots, the truth train has brought us a conspiracy in our own backyard. Now, you may think you know the story. Now, it's like I always say, there's a whole lot of bull- so I'd like to give Soros, Pelosi, the Zionists, the Mexican, Mexican, the Snowflakes, and Stay strong, truth tellers, truth tellers. Stay strong, stay strong. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's just a few. Amazon customer, five stars. Honestly, this stuff works. Nick, easy to take capsules. For those who can't handle the liquid drops, easy to take Extendivite capsules do the same job. Karoka Fam, works great. Like Extendivite very much. Seems to work as advertised. Thanks. Arlene, five stars. Love this product, Extendivite. Terry W., five stars. Can't say enough. Great product. Freya, five stars. I just ordered another. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Welcome back. Let us not be pitted against one another. Let's start here, shall we? Um, I think we should play Jordan Peterson, how a totalitarian, how a totalitarian state is actually formed. How does it happen? I've met the enemy and he is us. From Red Beckman... MJ Red Beckman's, you know, the Montana's Fighting Redhead. From the fourth printing, June 1992. His Walls in Our Minds. Interesting concept. Let's see. Segment one, the difference between believing and knowing. It's an interesting bit. You know, we should maybe focus on there's so much difference between believing and knowing is interesting lies believed are not knowledge knowledge is truth and facts accumulated in the mind knowledge does not manipulate a mind knowledge is the basis for logical decisions or evaluations lies believed allow the liar to control the believer People who believe lies can be used and abused by a liar. People who believe lies become a source of power for a liar. Politicians gain control over uh, of people and nations if they find believers of their lies. Politicians' lies are building blocks, and belief is the mortar 
that builds walls in the minds of people. This is the co-author, you may remember, the, of the two-volume series of The Law That Never Was. So, you know, intimately familiar with and aware of what he speaks, of which he speaks. Maybe, yeah, just a momentary aside, perhaps. Let's see. Um, how much of this can we play? Whoops. Okay. Dick Gregory. How about that? A tiny... Dick Gregory on the magic glasses. We'll do that. Have you heard that? Um, yeah. Dick Gregory on the magic glasses. Remember, he was there. You know? Uh, he was there for a lot of stuff. And... Um, there along the way. The magic glasses. Can we play the magic glasses? Okay, go ahead, please. What's dangerous is when the universe pick you and you put on the magic glasses. There's rules that go with them. You can never take them off. You never see things that they're supposed to be. You see things as they are. They can never force nobody else to wear them. So, I read all the papers, not because I trust none of them to look for the crack in the fabric. Mm. You think a mighty nation like this would have the Washington Post and the New York Times and don't have CIA agents and FBI agents on? You think the evening news ain't got agents on there that we grew up <clears> with? <throat> we think they are. It's the game they play. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, the magic glasses. Do do uh, do we think of John Carpenter's "They Live"? Perhaps. All right. So Red Beckman's "Walls in Our Minds." Segment one: The difference between believing and knowing. We'll come back to that. Segment two: Politicians versus statesmen. That's important. We should. We'll come back to that. The three votes of the people is segment three. Segment four: Nations versus governments. Segment five, true patriots versus false patriots. Probably ought to focus on that too. Segment six, the right that secures rights. Perhaps we'll go there for a moment. The right that secures rights. A questionnaire was given to a large group of high school students. One of the questions was, quote, where do rights come from? 87% said rights come from government. Parenthetically, Thomas Jefferson must be squirming in his grave. The statesman who gave us the Declaration of Independence told us rights are God-given and inalienable. Again, if you're not familiar with Red Beckman, I would encourage you to investigate.
The statesman who gave us the Declaration of Independence told us rights are God-given and inalienable. History records the track record how governments habitually have confiscated or denied God-given rights. Governments that confiscate rights will sell those rights back to people as a privilege or give those rights to certain individuals as payment for service to government you know, it becomes sort of a kleptocracy kind of thing. Several volumes could be written about how politicians in the United States of America have confiscated people's rights, then sold permits or license to exercise certain rights that were to be inalienable. It's my constitutional right. Well, hopefully not. Maybe enumerated. You know, we play that clip of uh, Walter E. Williams. Maybe we should play that. Because, man, nobody said it better than he did. Um, honestly, maybe we should. If I can grab that real fast. Yeah. Whoops. Multitasking is bad for radio. I do I do apologize. But you know what? It's not that bad. How about how about this bit? This definitely. No one no one explained it better than Walter E. Williams. James Madison on the powers constitutionally delegated to FedGov. What are they? And those reserved to the people are what? When you turn that upside down, I think this is the segment. I think this is it. Can we do that? Perchance. Movement been a positive in your view in American politics? Well, I think I think so. It has been a it's been a movement or it's been a group of people who are saying, well, look, let's go back to the Constitution. Let's have constitutional principles. But whether they'll they'll be successful or not uh, is another matter. And and keep in mind that, you know, if you look at the founders of our nation, they wanted very, very limited government. If you read uh, in uh, uh, Madison's in uh, in Federalist paper, I think it's 45 or 48. And when he was trying to describe to the citizens of New York what was in the Constitution to kind of get the uh, citizens of New York to ratify the Constitution, he said that the powers that we delegated to the federal government are few and well-defined and restricted mostly to external affairs. Those left with the people and the states are indefinite and numerous. Now, if you turn that upside down, you'd have what we have today. That is, the powers of the federal government are indefinite and numerous, and those of the people in the state are, are, are limited and well-defined. In your book, Liberty Versus the Tyranny of Socialism, you quote... Yeah, that, that's it. For sure, <clears throat> that's about as well as you can put it. Walter E. Williams, thank you, sir. You are definitely missed. Where is today's Walter E. Williams? 
So back to Red Beckman, segment six from Walls in Our Minds, the right that secures rights. We don't want to define all the all of the problems because it, it it is the solution that is most important. Governments violate or steal the inalienable rights of people, of the people, by passing laws, statutes. You know, let me just say this uh, real quick too. There is the um, you know the artful turn of phrase in propaganda because that's what we're talking about here you know the the propaganda speaking of lies and as hayek put it in the road to serfdom totalitarian propaganda that was um chapter 11 of of uh the road to serfdom is the end of truth, of course. The striving for equality by means of direct of a directed economy can result only in an officially enforced inequality. Isn't that what we have? I mean, that's how socialism works, man. It is, as I've explained, the question is who decide, who's in charge, who decides? It's the two-part question, 1A and 1B. Who's in charge, who decides? Is it bad? You know, is it bad to give to people? No. But is it compulsory? Is it voluntary? Is it voluntary in the orthodox sense of the word, not in the the Orwellian, Bernaysian, sophistry sense of the word? Is it compulsory under the guise of voluntarism? You know, like that conversation with Aaron Russo. Uh, speaking with former IRS Commissioner Sheldon Cohen. No, it's voluntary. It's voluntary. Really? Because, you know, we we have 80-plus thousand more IRS agents now. It's voluntary. Show me the law. Well, it's, it's, it's voluntary. Is it? That's interesting because it sure doesn't seem voluntary. You know, the the uh, question, the Peter Singer question, you know, is it supererogatory or obligatory, basically? Anyway, Kevin McCarthy knows, and he started the organization Every Black Life Matters, and I think the turn of phrase is very provocative. You know, you could say, when we start talking about this, you know, on the all lives matter, thing, it's always plural, isn't it? Which is a very – it's a communitarian uh, turn of phrase. There is no identity and therefore no power in anything but the group. It's still a limited hangout. But I like what Kevin McGarry did. Every black life matters. Singular. Every life matters, I would say. And he knows that. I'm just saying that is a very, I think, perceptive turn of phrase. So Hayek's Road to Serfdom, Chapter 11, The End of Truth, a striving for equality 
by means of a directed economy can result only in an officially enforced inequality and an authoritarian determination of the status of each individual in the new hierarchical order. And that most of the humanitarian elements of our morals, the respect for human life, for the weak, and for the individual generally will disappear. Socialism has proved that over and over. It's very dehumanizing, the way that it works psychologically. And then following, Hayek writes, the moral consequences of totalitarian propaganda, which we must now consider, are of an even more profound kind. They are destructive of all morals because they undermine one of the foundations of all morals, the sense of and respect for uh, truth. Respect for the truth, there, there ends up being no such thing. Totalitarian propaganda is all-encompassing, the lie. As Beckman puts it in Walls in Our Minds, segment one, the difference between believing and knowing. Lies believed are not knowledge. Knowledge is truth and facts accumulated in the mind. Propaganda is information that is designed to persuade or nudge or influence or manipulate or coerce, so on. Knowledge does not manipulate a mind. Knowledge is the basis for logical decisions or evaluations. Lies believed allow the liar to control the believer. People who believe lies can be used and abused by a liar or not just used and abused in themselves. You know, this also calls to mind uh, the... Um, What's his name? Um, Theodore Dalrymple, Anthony Malcolm Daniels. In my in my study of communist societies, I came to the conclusion that the purpose of communist propaganda was not to persuade or convince, not to inform. But what? So there's also that aspect, and I'll mention that when we come back and we'll move on. Stick around. Right back. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. 
It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. Let's throw in a, a, a dash, a pinch of Theodore Dalrymple, Anthony Malcolm Daniels, just for good measure. In my study of communist societies, I came to the conclusion that the purpose of communist propaganda was not to persuade or convince. Again, this is a guy who's done some homework on the subject. The purpose of communist propaganda was not to persuade or convince, not to inform, but to humiliate. We talked about this going through COVID. purpose was not to persuade or convince or inform so much as to humiliate going through COVID. The dissenting voices humiliate you into submission. When people are forced to remain silent when they are being told the most obvious lies. And by the way, speaking of this, I genuinely appreciate um, 
the mention yesterday, Mike in Kentucky, thank you for mentioning Escape from Sobibor. I had not seen that actually, and I am kind of a Rutger Hauer fan. You know, the story, the legendary story of his improvising the uh, Blade Runner scene, that kind of thing. Anyway, Rutger Hauer was an interesting guy. Um, you know, if you watch Escape from Sobibor, you get the, like in the opening scene, you you get this. I mean, what kind of sick psychological warfare is going on as people were, you know, offboarding and, uh, you know, to the most Orwellian sort of conditions and sounds. Very, very bizarre, very terrifying. When people are forced to remain silent, when they're being told the most obvious lies or even worse when they are forced to repeat the lies themselves, they lose once and for all their sense of probity. To assent to obvious lies is in some small way to become evil oneself. This is the subject of Ponderology and you know Zimbardo, Zimbardo's The Lucifer Effect. When standing to resist, anything is thus eroded and even destroyed. A society of emasculated liars is easy to control. I think if you examine political correctness, it has the same effect and is intended to. So back to Beckman, Walls in Our Minds, segment one, the difference between believing and knowing. The lesson we need to learn is that tyranny would be impossible without the Siamese twins called lies and belief. When a politician lies and the people believe, the nation and the people will pay a high price for the error. The IRS has been used as an example of how serious the consequences can be when people believe politicians' lies. Millions of Russians and Chinese would not have died prematurely if lies had not been believed. That'll do it for the second hour, or the first hour, excuse me, second hour coming up. We will get to that in a moment right after this short break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Have you been looking for a trusted, long-term, storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. 
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs>